It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Cruise chaos at Port of Manila. First of two parts. What was promoted as a visit to the Pearl of the Orient Seas, the Philippines, became a nightmare for 2,500 tourists on board the Norwegian Jewel cruise ship. The vessel anchored in Manila on November 30 with a shipload of tourists who were part of a 10-day Southeast Asian cruise. Pier 15 in Manila was their last stop. Mr. Nelson Terrible posted about it on Facebook, which has since gone viral. He said that at least two more cruise ships from the Norwegian Cruise Line were supposed to visit the Philippines, along with several others, including Holland America. We just don't know if these cruise ships will still include the Philippines in their stop after this terrible mess. Our incensed informant writes, Upon disembarkation, we were led to an open parking space where we could pick up our luggage, exposed to the searing heat, 10 a.m. minus 12 noon, there were approximately 20 porters to service 2,500 passengers, mostly seniors with full luggage, hand carry and the usual 20 kilograms of luggage. You don't usually need a porter or luggage cart. But the conditions in the port are different. You have to retrieve your luggage in an open car park with an uneven surface and negotiate through a narrow, congested, two-meter walkway, filled, with potholes. After retrieving our luggage, we were directed to a hall with a 2.5-meter entrance. With the volume of passengers, congestion was inevitable. Our nightmare started upon entering what looked like a hall that could accommodate only around 1,000 people. We were greeted by two to three customs personnel, supposedly to collect our declaration forms. But we told them that it was already given at the Puerto Princesa port of entry. We asked why is there only one exit considering the heavy buildup of passengers. Can the other exits be opened? They said, Iao Nila, referring to the port's authority personnel, nobody could move, we were packed like sardines carrying big, pieces of, luggage that we couldn't leave and shuffling slowly. That was our last encounter with any personnel at Pier 15. It also marked the start of our ordeal to negotiate our way out of what felt like a trap. It took us an hour to get out. And we thought that the worst was over. From the entrance of that hall to the exit that led to the driveway was a distance of only about 150 meters. But it took us at least 1.5 hours to get to the narrow exit there. With luggage in tow, mostly seniors up to 80 years, with a few in wheelchairs, we were left on our own. One lady in a wheelchair was being pushed by an NCL personnel, who was telling her that he needed to get back. But at the same time, he couldn't leave her alone in that situation. We could see several ports authority personnel and officials watching us in adjoining glass-paneled air-conditioned offices. But no one bothered to help or take charge of the chaos that they could clearly see ensuing. Upon exiting the hall, we had to negotiate a two-meter-wide walkway that was broken and uneven, making it incredibly challenging to pull or push our luggage. This was made worse by the fact that the walkway is where the blowers of the air conditioners of the PPA were placed every two to three meters, while the midday sun blasted at us from above. We could only move inch by inch because of the congestion, as well as not having anywhere else to pass. It was agonizing. Finally, after at least another half hour, we reached the area where guests could be fetched by their families or contracted service vehicles. It was in total chaos. Again, no one was manning the area, no one ensuring order. The traffic inside Pier 15 made it futile for us to wait for our service. We decided to walk up to the entrance of the Philippine Coast Guard compound, another 100-meter walk under the midday sun. But again, 
the pedestrian exit at Pier 15 was only around 1.2 meters wide. With a lot of people trying to get out, we had difficulty with our movements. It was a sad, pitiful and traumatic experience. There was an absolute lack of concern from the PPA personnel to ensure a safe, comfortable, and pleasurable disembarkation experience. If anybody had panicked or had a medical emergency, the congestion would have made it impossible to get help, especially since we didn't see anyone to ask for help from. I also spotted unscrupulous individuals trying to make a deal with some foreigners. I overheard one foreigner remark, what? That's too expensive. We also heard some foreigners saying very negative remarks, some of them even cursing and saying, never again, Philippines. We Filipinos, mostly Balikbayan retirees, tired from the almost two-hour ordeal in the midst of heat, thirst and hunger, just bowed our heads in shame. Wala na sigarong pog asa mabagoang sistema sa Pilipinas, perhaps there's no more hope to improve the system in the Philippines, was all they could say in desperation. We disembarked at seven ports, Thailand, Vietnam, Singapore, Brunei, Malaysia, Puerto Princesa and Boracay, and we all had a very pleasant experience. So what went wrong? It's not about the lack of resources nor fund allocation. Just some care and consideration, and of course, planning. The PPA and the Bureau of Customs are aware of the number of tourists arriving and the time of their arrival. In the next column, we will hear the proposed solutions to this great mess at Port 15. We will also read the statement, or handwashing? From the Philippine Ports Authority. Stay tuned, folks.